0: Car accidents are happening now. If you are injured in a car accident, 1-800-HURT-911 can help. Top personal injury lawyers and doctors in Georgia. No win, no fee. 10,000-plus cases have been handled by 1-800-HURT-911, over $100 million. One free consultation. Injured in a car accident, call 1-800-HURT-911 to speak to an attorney immediately. 1-800-HURT-911, that's the number. 1-800-HURT-911, no charge to you unless we win your case. 1-800-HURT-911.
1: Hey, this is Greg Caton. I used to work with Caddy at Kicks 115 for about seven years. Many of you knew me as Stewie. I
0: first met Caddy at Summit Hill Elementary School when he came to speak to all the kids. I told him I wanted to be in radio, and I started working as an intern on the morning show just a few short weeks later. From live remotes to concerts and everything else in between, it truly was one of the best times of my life, and I'll never forget it. I still keep in touch with old CJ, and I'm glad he and Donna have found a unique way to connect with everyone in Atlanta and beyond. So, now here's Caddy and Donna with my second act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio and I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act.
1: And my name's Don and I'm Caddy's wife. Do you want the good news or the bad news first?
0: Uh bad news. They're from China. What?
1: That's the bad news. They're from okay, China. What's,
0: what's, what? There has to be good news then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> my balls
1: have shipped. I'm so excited! I got a text. Do you want to hear what the text says? Yeah. Um, okay, hang on. It says, Well,
0: some some backstory. You ordered jumpy. Well, balls I ordered for these Easter.
1: gigantic balls for Easter that we could climb into, and um, they're like life size balloons. They're not balls. They're life size balloons. And so you put them on and you pull them up like a turtleneck up to your neck, <laughs> and then they came with an inflator too. And I ordered them at Easter." Sort of at the beginning of the pandemic, thinking we'd have hours and hours of bouncing fun, nothing. Crickets. Couldn't remember where I ordered them from. Ordered them off Instagram. You know, it was one of those nights when I was scrolling. Probably two, sponsored post. Probably two glasses of wine in, and I'm like, "Woo, these yeah. look fun." <laughs> so order them up. Um The other bad news is, I think my credit card is like on the dark web, but that's a whole nother story. But. The the text that I got, that was very exciting. It just came out of the blue yesterday with no context or anything. Context, get it? So it says, uh, your order from just gotten has been shipped.
0: Just <laughs> your bank account just gotten. Mm-hmm.
1: China Post tracking number. So that's what took so long. They're coming from China. That's the bad news. <laughs> They're coming from Wuhan. <laughs> 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 so we're going to have to spray them down. How
0: long does it take? I don't
1: know. I think we'll have them by Thanksgiving. We should, be, good news. we should be There's bouncing. Yes, yeah. we should be bouncing for hours at Thanksgiving.
0: All right, your core fifty seven hype song on the way here today to the App and Media Group.
1: So my Core 57 hype song was Morgan Wallen, and it's his new song, um, Chasing You. It is so good. I um I started listening to it. it's funny since you we talked about this the other day, since you left country radio, I'm not listening to as much country music i'm just not but i've heard the song everywhere and i love the song and i i didn't know very much about morgan wallen i knew he did the up down song and he had a mullet literally that's about it all i knew about him
0: and the up down song up Down song was a florida georgia line
1: it was a florida georgia line song um but it's from the album he only has one album out it's called um if i know me but this is a great song it's kind of like an old older feeling country song And it's just, um, it's a great song, like Riding Around With Your Windows Down, Chasing You. He got in a little trouble, though.
0: Here's what happened. That song is number one on the country charts this week. Right. And Morgan Wallen decided to go out and celebrate his number one Saturday night in Nashville. With some friends. You you had already chosen Chasing You as your hype song.
1: Well, I've been talking to you about it for weeks. I'm like, first of all, when I heard it, I was like, who sings this song? I love the song. And then you told me, and yes, I love it.
0: So- the decision to make this your hype song had already been made. And then, last night, you discovered.
1: Well, I was trying to find out what album it was off of. Because I wanted to, to be able to tell people. I always like to say what album it's from. And I just happened to put in Morgan Wallen. And this was probably 10 o'clock last night. And the story pops up. That he was arrested for public intoxication. And disorderly dis- and conduct. And disorderly conduct in Nashville. I think it was Saturday night, right? It was, yeah. Okay. So
0: he was at Kid Rock's bar. Kid Rock's Honky Tonk in downtown Nashville. And he was out with some friends and um, just caused a ruckus.
1: Does it surprise you that Kid Rock's bar is open? I guess he doesn't really care about the COVID. Do you think? Like, does he care about the COVID?
0: I don't know that Kid Rock has a decision. He just licenses his name. It's I know, like Jason but Aldean done on his bar in Nashville. Toby Keith done on his bar. Blake Shelton done on his bar. Dirks Bentley done on his bar. They're all licensing deals.
1: So do you think like Broadway's open?
0: Well, clearly, if Morgan Watlin was at Kid Rock's honky tonk, yeah, um, and apparently he was kicking glass and just yelling obscenities at strangers, people that were walking by. You've done that, and he had a strong odor of alcohol, and so he was arrested, and the bail was five hundred dollars. That
1: doesn't seem like a lot.
0: And he's in uh, goes to court in July. He did tweet. Yesterday, being uh, Sunday, the day after he was arrested. Hey, y'all, just wanted to clear the air. I went out downtown last night with a few old friends. After a couple of bar stops, we were horse-playing with each (laughs) other. We didn't mean any harm, and we want to say sorry to any bar staff or anyone that was affected. He followed that up with a big hug for the National Police Department. Thank you to the local authorities for being so professional and doing their job with class. Love y'all. Hmm. is the second one not a little strange yeah why the second tweet
1: well because he probably went off on the police department he probably pulled a Reese Witherspoon do you remember that when she got uh, here in Atlanta yeah. do you know who I am by the APD mm. do you know who you're arresting do you know who I am and I'm sure he was celebrating like you know his, you number, and I one talked about his number one hit he's probably like I got a number one hit I'm number one do you know who you're like messing with I don't know he's probably punching the air and dancing and accidentally kicked a bottle over or something. I don't know.
0: I say this will this will help his status, and it will. I don't know about that. It will, Donna. It will. It sucks, and it shouldn't, but this will raise Morgan Wallen's status, because he was in a position, like you said, everybody knew the up-down song mm-hmm. with Florida Georgia Line. Uh, then he had a lot of success with Whiskey Glasses, which I think also went number one. Yep. And then Chasing You went number one. But if, if we brought in 10 men with a mullet right now- I wouldn't know him. Exactly my point
1: I thought he was Australian I asked you if he was Australian No that's
0: Kelsey Ballerini's Husband Morgan Wallen
1: Okay this is Morgan
0: Morgan Wallen See I I, I was in radio Country radio (laughs) for 26 years I can't even point You can't keep him straight Um, What's Kelsey Ballerini's Husband's name no idea
1: Everybody's yelling it
0: out Right now I know Anyway So uh, Morgan Wallen $500 Um, Do you think Kid Rock Came and bailed him out I think he's probably
1: In Detroit Hunkered down with the, you know, in isolation. I'm just, there's so many things about it that I'm fast. I'm just fascinated that Broadway's open, you know? I don't know. Very interesting. I, I, I mean, I, I wonder if too. you know, like, I wonder if he was going to put his apology on Twitter or if the record company said, okay, you need to get something up there.
0: But he was just horse playing. He's just horse playing. Everybody's what does that horse mean? Like before, wrestling? I guess with his friends. He yeah, hasn't seen it in a while. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. All right.
1: Okay. What was your core 57 hype song?
0: My core 57 hype song on the way here was a hit 10 years ago from Rascal Flats. And it's called These Days.
1: I love that Rascal Flats Life song. throws
0: you curves, but you learn to swerve. What an appropriate yeah. song for the, uh, for the album Melt. That
1: was a great song.
0: We ate out Mexican in the last few days. And it reminded me of a story that Gary Levox, who is the lead singer of Rascal Flat, shared with me probably five years ago. I had to have been around Cinco de Mayo or something, because I don't know why we would have been talking about Mexican food. But he shared a story with me that every time he goes to eat Mexican with his in-laws, he goes to the bathroom and hides when it's time to order. And he tells his wife what to order for him, or she knows he always gets a number seven and... Gary probably also gets a number 10 and number 11.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> With extra rice.
0: Extra queso. So um, I said, why do you go to the bathroom? And he said, it's my mother-in-law. I said, well, talk to me. <laughs> what does your mother-in-law do that sends you to the bathroom in a Mexican restaurant? He said, the waitress will come around and say, what would you like, ma'am? And she'll say, well, sweetheart, I think I'll have an order of them vaginas. <laughs> I said, what? He said, yeah. She does not know, to pronounce it, fajitas.
1: Why haven't they corrected her?
0: I think because it's a running joke in the family. Oh, okay. Well, sweetheart, I think I'll have me in order of the vaginas.
1: <laughs> Chicken vaginas? Oh, my
0: god! So I isolated that piece of tape, just him saying that. Well, sweetheart, I think I'll have me in order of the vaginas. <laughs> I isolated that piece of audio. It went played all the time. So much so that I finally... Got an email saying, "Please stop, stop airing the clip of Gary LaVox talking about his mother-in-law ordering vaginas," <laughs> which made me play it even more, <laughs> especially around Cinco de Mayo or any other celebration. I think of Mexican we, you've heritage. told
1: that story, and I think like living them, are always afraid you're going to order it that way. You know,
0: just to see the expression. Yes. Ne- next time you go to a Mexican restaurant, order vaginas. <laughs> And just look at the expression on your waiter or waitress's face.
1: And your spouse. And the people I'll have an table. order than beef
0: vaginas. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> How many minutes are we in? And I'm sure we already have an E-rating for this one. <laughs> All right. So uh, both of those songs we added to the Core 57 Hype on playlist. These Days from Rascal Flat's a classic country song. And Morgan Wallen uh, with Chasing You, Felon Morgan Wallen. Core 57, Milton and Alfreda City Center. You can now have your own private station. Um, or you now have your own private station to complete exercises, book your workout time in advance online and download the caddy and Donna core 57 Spotify hype song playlist. I did notice, um, looking at the chart, I'm a big chart guy. You know that we're a music podcast. I was interested in seeing bumps in the chart. Like if I see a, a huge positive gain on the album chart, I wonder, well, what caused that? And normally you know, the reason. Taylor Swift, a week ago, ABC aired her City of Lover concert special that she filmed in Paris. Taylor saw a 34% increase in her Lover CD on the uh, overall album charts. 34% increase. That's that's very hefty.
1: It was a great special. I know you didn't watch it, but it really was. It was very good. Uh, It was very stripped down, parts of it. I mean, it wasn't, as we talked about previously, it wasn't tons of pyro and uh, you know big stages and a lot of it was just her singing You know on the stage she had a couple of um, Backup dancers but it was really really Good it really showcased like you know She did a lot of stuff on the piano and Again just like her Or not showcase her talent you know Across the board
0: we're going to toss her. We're going to toss it out there early into this Episode it's time for let's Get happy I'm so excited
1: play the song All right. So the app this week is called Get Upside. Get Upside. And what it is, is I've been using this for a while. You um, go on and it follows, you know, you have to have your uh, locations in there so wherever you are it shows you gas stations that are around you and you pump your gas and uh, just as you normally do and then you have to get a receipt that's the one thing so if you don't pay at the pump and you go inside you have to make sure they give you a receipt and then you upload your receipt and you get money back you get a rebate back and it stays in your account um, similar to other apps that we've talked about like fetch and things like that and you can um Get cash back, or you can use it for um, gift cards. Same thing, gift cards. But it's a really good app, and it it will pull tons of um, gas places around you. You're going to get gas anyway, so if you just go in before you um, pump your gas, you just claim your reward. You have to claim where you're going, and then pump your gas, upload your receipt, and you get money back. And it's called Get Upside. So I'm trying to find apps lately that'll give you some extra money for what you're doing normally. In these times.
0: We'll put a link to the GetUpside app in the letter that hits your inbox every Saturday morning around 9 o'clock. Text LEFT ON RED. LEFT ON RED. No spaces. RED as in the color R-E-D to the number
1: 22828. Okay, I want to do my outro. (sighs) Okay. All right, count me down.
0: One and a two and a one, two, three, go.
1: We just got Appy.
0: I moved that to the front of the show so we can get it over with early.
1: People love it. I don't, <laughs> you know what? People love <laughs> so, the feature.
0: Like, whew, now we're done with the app app. We can get to it. Mm. The Appy segment. Wellsar so Health System is helping you fight COVID-19 with comprehensive health services, including urgent care, telemedicine, primary care, and the largest trauma and emergency network in the state. You have questions about the best ways to stay healthy. You want the latest information about COVID-19, and you want it all from the safety of your own home. Wellstar.org forward slash COVID 19 to find updates. You'll find tools and resources to help you stay safe and to help you stay healthy. Wellstar.org forward slash COVID 19.
1: Wellstar more than healthcare, people care.
0: Tracy Cousinot and her team of certified home selling advisors can not only get you eight, uh, up to 18% more for your home, they have an entire team of 20 plus professionals all working for you. Behind the scenes, real estate firm at Tracy Cousineau is unlike the traditional brokerage firm and is running a machine of systems that include a full executive team, certified negotiators, a luxury division, marketing and graphic design team, a home staging team, and so much more. Tracy Cousineau, real estate expert advisors. Right now, they have launched the supercharged virtual listing system. It all works to move your home. And again, get you up to 18% more money for your home. com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know Tracy Cousino's is going to sell your home. Here's what sucks about COVID-19 now interfering with summer.
1: Well, there's a lot of things, but.
0: As a parent, though, I think that one comes to mind, and that is that many summer camps are not open. Right. There are some, and there are some camps that are doing the virtual thing I've seen.
1: Yeah, I don't know how that works. But there's works.
0: nothing like going to summer camp when you're a kid and, and learning how to shoot a shotgun. Canoe. And knit in the same week. Yeah. You know? Braid which, which hair. Olivia did. Olivia did do that. At, she at wore,
1: She rode a war canoe and learned how to knit in the same week. Exactly. We were talking about this. Did you go to summer camp?
0: Not really, because we were poor.
1: I didn't go to summer camp either. Summer camp was for rich kids. Like what we had for summer camp, you and I were talking about it, was like vacation Bible school. Like if a friend took you to vacation Bible school, you got out of your mama's hair and you may have found Jesus in one week. You know what I mean?
0: But you came home. But you came home. But it was free.
1: Every day. It was free. It was free.
0: Maybe a craft surcharge. Something. Something like that.
1: Maybe you had to put a little money in at the end. I went one
0: time, I recall one time going to Boy Scout camp. How'd that go? In the summer. Not well. Um, it was at like Fort Camp Coochie Mama or something. I don't know what it was, but um, they had a big lake. And so you had to take like safety courses
1: to make sure you could swim.
0: To make sure you could swim, pass sure. swim tests, all that kind of stuff. But they said the one thing you cannot do is holler help <laughs> unless you're in trouble.
1: That makes sense.
0: So I jumped into the lake, literally. And it was very cold. Uh-huh. And I hollered, help.
1: <laughs> five minutes in?
0: Not even that, Donna. Five seconds in. Oh, no. And I was removed.
1: From the camp?
0: No, from the lake portion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which you were probably fine with. Yeah. Did you just, like, help the they guy? They yelled at me. Did you help the guy that ran the camp? You were like his assistant the rest of the week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> carried his clipboard? Went back to my tent and hung out for the week. But, um, again, I that's my only memory of yeah. any kind of camp at all. I mean, help
1: kids did not. You
0: can't all help again because like six lifeguards jumped in. Cause well, they I'm thought sure. I was yeah, drowning. Cause quite a scene. Camp well, coochie mama. I,
1: I didn't know. I mean, I knew very few people that went to like sleep summer camp, but so both of our girls will did not go to sleep away camp because he was going back and forth from our house and his mom's house. And his mom lived up in Tennessee and he, We kind of felt like he got a lot of summer camp. He did a ton of outdoor stuff, which was great. I mean, he really kind of did a lot of fishing and rafting and that kind of stuff. The girls, we sent both of them to summer camp. And not just to summer camp. We sent them to Greystone, which is, oh, there's a ton of camps everywhere. But this camp was like. Expensive. Yeah. It was like the Ritz-Carlton of camps.
0: Why did we do that?
1: Well, a couple of reasons.
0: Because you wanted to keep up with no the Forsyth four.
1: No, because no, it was it, the, the interesting thing is very few people around here sent their kids to Greystone. Most of the kids, they didn't know any kids from there. Um, the main reason is because it was in Zirconia, North Carolina, and it was I remember that drive thirty minutes, thirty forty minutes from the Mountain House, so. The original goal was and most of the camps sleepaway camps are up in North Carolina. So but I didn't know that at the time. So I just thought that's what camp cost. I'm I'm being honest. I didn't I just didn't know a lot about it. We knew we were going to do sleepaway camp. And I thought, okay, let's get one near the mountain house so we can drop them off, come back and stay at the mountain house, and then pick them up when we're done. So Olivia went, I want to say three years, one week. And then when Charlotte was old enough to go, they went for two weeks. And they never went back after that two week. They were like, "We're done." They loved it, but two weeks is a long time. And they were too; they had aged out of the one week option. But you and I loved summer camp
0: because you get rid of your kids,
1: right? Well, and we've talked about it like in the past. It, it
0: becomes a vacation, yes, for mom and dad.
1: Well, and you know they're a hundred percent safe. Like that was the thing. Like when we traveled a lot, our parents would. Watch over our kids, which we were very thankful for. But we used to joke we would not even get down the driveway and out of our neighborhood before they were calling and what had happened. Every TV in the house was—I don't know what button I pushed—and they—they they didn't have TV for seven days because there was no way you could talk them back in through the. But input they both
0: like output. to these talk to each other. Oh my god! Nonstop for seven days.
1: My mom lost the Olivia mom. one week at a softball game.
0: She got in carpool.
1: Yeah, her, and bat, her car broke down. Her car broke down. In, in the carpool lane. The custodian had to come out and jump the car.
0: And then some, she, she said that some strange man took her home.
1: Well, because she lost Olivia at a softball game. And so the coach, it wasn't a strange man. She's being dramatic. But the coach had to bring her home. My mom got lost one time, couldn't find her house. The kids had, this was, she couldn't work a navigation system. I mean, anyway, the point to all this is when they went to summer camp, we knew they're safe. They're contained. Nothing can happen. So we would take off. I mean, you well, I were Well, not year one. No. Year one we started.
0: Year one, you were paranoid. I was. And so I think we did a little mini tour, a little mini vacation to western North Carolina. We stayed at some lodge and remember we went horseback riding. I don't know how I agreed to that. And then we went to that place.
1: It was on Lake Lore, and that's where Dirty Dancing is. Oh filmed. my
0: gosh. Let's talk about that. So I was I've always been a big fan of Dirty Dancing, the show. I've always had a crush on Jennifer Gray. And um Lake Lure, where they filmed it, is not far from where my dad lives, about an hour from where my dad lives in um, Asheville, off the Batcave exit, which is pretty far, right there off the, the, the parkway. But anyway, so we said, let's go to Lake Lure, and, and we're going to ride around and see all the sights and, and get it was some ice desolate. cream. And no one cared. We no. went to the actual lodge where they filmed Dirty Dancing, and I'm thinking there's going to be an audio tour. And there's going to be a gift shop, some dancing, some sort of bronze, s- s- something on the wall, proclaiming that this is a historic landmark because the movie Dirty Dancing, none of that. The lady at the front desk could have cared less.
1: Yeah, she did not. She did not even want to play. She was not interested. I had
0: questions. And she just didn't have answers. She just, no. she just didn't care that she worked at the inn. And, and Lake Lure.
1: And it was like Ozark. We were like the only two people in the city. Like there was nobody there. We hiked up what is that Chimney Rock, which is beautiful. Stop there. Okay.
0: The day that we decide to go or I should say the day Donna decides that we should go to Chimney Rock. The elevator's out.
1: Who takes the elevator?
0: I do. Yeah. The elevator which is like 800 steps or you can take the elevator. B. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the elevator <laughs> But it wasn't working The damn thing was shut down When I saw that sign It was like Out of the The, the, the scene where they Traveled across country Wally To the Eisa Park And while the world Was shut mm-hmm. down That was my expression And then I had to walk
1: You did it though
0: 800 steps Up and, and I had down. blisters And calluses for day Corns okay. I had everything for, Listen. For, for weeks
1: We're way off track the point was.
0: We stayed in the area. We stayed in the area. We were always within an hour or two the, of the camp should something happen. And now, then the next year. Year two, we fled the country.
1: We went to Cancun. We're like, they're fine.
0: We dropped them off and literally drove to Hartsfield <laughs> and, and got on an international flight. It <laughs> didn't give a shit. No. You know? I mean, we yeah, were, we didn't have kids. What I kids? Mean, seriously, we did not think. I don't think we we looked online for photos, which if I can backtrack just a moment. Year one, it was so aggravating. Because you would do nothing sitting on the couch at the mountain house, but scroll through. You know how they say, we're going to post pictures of the kids all week on the website. Having fun. And you would scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll all day. You would scroll looking for photos. Sometimes you found them. Sometimes you didn't. And when you didn't, you would call the camp.
1: Well, here's what happened. And
0: have them do a well check. (laughs) You did tell me I'm wrong you did I did
1: on Charlotte because they Olivia was like Canoeing and she's At the fair and I'm telling you They did it up they brought in a whole fair at Greystone Like a country fair But I didn't see Charlotte for a week And I'm like is she in the infirmary has She slipped into the lake Like what's happened to her You know so I called up there and I'm like listen I just want to make sure she's okay and let me tell you Something the next day
0: Nothing but Charlotte it was like
1: Paparazzi photos and you know, she had that weird smile going on at the time where she would just show her bottom teeth, yeah. but it was like, <laughs> like a piranha. yeah, but it was like they knew that they were in danger of losing. Cause not only would they lose one, they lose two, they lose two. We were a
0: two child family. So
1: they pushed her in front of that crazy stone. Let me tell you what you more would,
0: than a monthly mortgage. Let me tell you something.
1: Let me tell you what you would do every year. Let's
0: hear this. So, tell me Donna what I would do every year.
1: So much so that they created a sign on the way out. What are you talking? You would always say, "Cause you were ready to go, go get all their stuff out." Cause you know there's two two different bunks. Get you know get their stuff out of the bunk, and so I would leave you with one, and I would go do the other. And I would always say to you, "Don't forget the what? the, the laundry bag.
0: No, of course you don't. Yes, the laundry bag.
1: And you would forget it. And at going out, they would have these little signs. They literally made signs that said, "Did you remember your laundry bag?"
0: Because they would FedEx it if you lost it. Yeah, hundred forty dollars if, if you forgot it. They yeah. FedEx it
1: because it was all dirty, wet camp stuff and you're just like one year we forgot it like three years in a row and on the third year I'm like just throw it away they're like ma'am there's lots of clothes in here I'm like I don't care just throw it away it'd be cheaper at this point to buy new clothes
0: it was funny too the photos that they would post your child would be wearing the same shirt I didn't care yeah four days in a row and to be inside out
1: yeah yeah
0: and the hair just oh. looked like it had gum in it you oh, know how your hair looks like like roller coaster hair, hair. Yeah. you know roller just, coaster hair <laughs> just
1: all like when you've been at Disney and they don't like it's like dreadlocked but you you know what camp is great for your kids
0: but not if if they can't go I know camp's and, great for mom and dad too
1: and I saw where Greystone <laughs> a lot of the summer camps have canceled because there's just no way to do it they can't I mean you can't virtually do camp you know I think bigger than that there' was this article that was in the post this week and it was talking about how women are getting kind of driven out of the workforce and it kind of dovetails on what we're talking about, you know, that there is no camp. There's no, a lot of the childcare places have not been open. And I, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of dads who would give me blowback on this, but women right now, cause I, I feel this like, I feel like we're struggling a lot because you know, if you leave your house to go to work, there's kind of a um, a barrier, a border, so to speak. You're you're at work, you're doing your work thing, and then you come home and you kind of take back over or you know triage what's going on at home. When you're working from home, it's just constant. I mean, between trying to keep up with the minutiae of the kids' school. Um, And if you have young kids, you know, little kids changing diapers and doing Zoom calls and doing reports and managing people, it is a lot. And I know it's a lot for dads, too. But there's just no, there's no line where you can say, Okay, I'm I'm trying to take care of my kids now, or then I'm trying to work. And I feel like we're going backwards in society. Because, you know, as a working mom, I've been all kinds of I've stayed home, I've done part-time, I've gone back to work. I left my job at the radio station when I was earning the most money I've ever earned in my life. I walked away from it because at the time it was the right thing to do. You know, we had three young kids and to take care of them, but it's not an easy decision. And I think it's driving that two-family income, in some cases down to one income, where they don't really want to, but you don't have a choice because it's almost impossible to do your job from home and take care of one child, two child, you know, two children, three children, four children. I just think it's really difficult right now. Really, really difficult. And I don't think companies and bosses right now understand what all families are juggling, you know, trying to maneuver through all this. I think it's really difficult. You
0: know, what's, what's the fix?
1: I mean, I don't know that there is one, you know, I just think that, um, Trying to balance it is hard right now. And I think depending on where this goes, if people go back into the office or if this becomes a new normal, there's going to have people are going to have to set up their own boundaries with their company, which, again, is not easy to do right now, because you're, right now, that's the other thing that's gone backwards. You know, if you think about it, all the, the progress that was made, you know, in just, you know, work life balance and, and some of the things that became important to people. I think it's going backwards because you're so thankful to have a job. You don't want to rock the boat, you know? And I feel like that's the way women used to be, you know, don't speak up, don't say anything, don't rock the boat. And we've come so far. And I feel like we're kind of going backwards right now where, you know, you're afraid to say to your boss, listen, I, I because, you know, you used to, you maybe could say, I've got to go. One of my kids has a, a school thing or a, 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 a sporting event, you know, work ended at a certain time, and you're like, I'm going to my kid. Well, now you're every boss knows there's no sporting events, there's nothing going on at school. So you should be able to work all day, every day from the time you get up until the time you go to bed. Well, in between those times, you've, you've got things you've got to take care of. I mean, I, you know, I feel it some days where I'm, I feel like I'm on the phone or on the computer all day. And I don't want, you know, now we've we've come into summer and I don't want the girls just sitting on their devices all summer long, but it's really, really hard to figure out, you know, what to do. In the past, we've had um, like a college student come over and, and drive the girls, you know, in the summer to, to, you know, to movies or to the pool or something. But that was when I was working out of the house. Now it's hard to justify that, but you can't entertain your kids all summer long while you're trying to work, you know? So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I just think it's really, really tough times right now. And I think if you're a a boss of a company, you have to understand that there's kind of a new normal. You know, nobody ever wants to use your kids with your boss, like, well, you know, I've got to do this with my kids or this, you know, you always hate to say that. But now you're living it like every day. So Hopefully the camps will open back up and people can get back out there. My
0: mom and dad get a break. Yeah, no when kidding. The camps open back up.
1: Yeah, because there's that too. Aren't you tired of being around them? I mean, I love them, but are you tired of being around them?
0: Well, I'm tired of being around everybody.
1: Yeah, me too. Yep. We were saying there is a summer camp for adults. I'd love to go to that one. Well, there's you. a
0: TV show. I think Bravo has a TV show about it right yeah. now. Go Camp Getaway. And it's a, a summer camp for adults. Yeah, and there. there's – what's interesting about this camp – is they do kids during the week, like as kids camp during the week, and then Friday, they... Turn it over. They turn it over, and they bring in the alcohol, and they bring in the strobe lights, and the the dancing uh, uh, disco light, the disco ball, and stuff like that, and they turn it into... It's like going to... Uh, what's the island?
1: Oh, uh, Pleasure Island or something?
0: No, uh, Abizia.
1: Oh, Abiza, yeah. Abiza. It's like mm-hmm. going to
0: Abiza for the weekend or something, and yeah. you, you, the counselors are free to hook up with... The guests and it's just uh, like you toss your your room key in a fishbowl. Hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe that was another show that well, I was a, watching. Not on Bravo.
1: That sounds like a good camp. But huh? would,
0: I mean, wouldn't you like to go to to an adult sleepaway camp? Would you? Well, Maybe. <laughs> I would. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, they have activities during the day.
1: You don't like doing any of those. What are you going to do like rope climb? You'd be like, no. When does the When does the uh Or rager start Yeah Disco balls drop out of the sky
0: 7.30 And then Sunday When all the guests It's in upstate New York I think Yeah And then Sunday When all the guests The the adults go away They turn it back into a kids camp
1: I bet they have to go through there And clean it out They do yeah Yeah Okay
0: Find all kinds of things Stuck on the wall And on the floor (laughs) Okay Gallery furniture On Brownsbridge Road In Gainesville The showroom is now open Something for all of your home needs And all at great prices So whether you're looking For a dining room table Maybe a king size bed for your master bedroom or a sofa for your living room. Gallery furniture in Gainesville has you covered with many brands, many styles, and they also offer you financing. Browns Bridge Road, the showroom has reopened in Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman.com online. Gallery furniture. Ask for Donna and now ask for Donna's daughter, Marilyn, when you visit gallery furniture, ask for the Wolfman.com. Live sports are beginning to be part of our lives again. Praise the Lord. With a lot of adjustments. The Coca-Cola 600 this weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway was run with empty stands. And that's going to be done for a while. And uh, I think they come to Atlanta like the first week of June, Atlanta Motor Speedway. And then after that, they're thinking about opening up for fans Brad Keselowski won and it turned out to be NASCAR's longest race ever because of an hour and a half rain delay and just because the track's a mile and a half to begin with and it's the Coca-Cola 600 most races are 500 um I tell you though Chase Elliott from Dawsonville the son of Bill Elliott should have taken the damn thing and um his teammate actually caused a caution William Byron. With five laps to go, and Chase Elliott was winning the race, Donna, and then they throw the caution because it was teammate, and they do a restart. And I don't
1: understand all that restarting. I don't get that. Chase, Chase Elliott think that's fair.
0: falls back a little bit. Jimmy Johnson came in second. He failed the post-race inspection, which means he was disqualified hmm. entirely. So Chase Elliott wound up second to Brad Keselowski. But I wonder. It was if- great to see everybody racing, especially in Charlotte, and and, and yeah. you know NASCAR has some great races on the. Itinerary every year. Uh, but but, but come one. on. Memorial Day weekend, the Coca-Cola 600 is fantastic.
1: I wonder if it affects, like, how it affects the driver's psyche to not have people in the stands. Like, you know, how it affects racing. If I don't know
0: that they know. Yeah. I think in many sports, you you you, you feed off the crowd. Yeah. But in NASCAR, you're, I, I so would, in, your zone. you're, you're in a car yeah. going 180 miles an hour. I just don't know that you're focused on
1: the, yeah. the
0: crowd. I know. And it's, you can't hear them, really. You know? So, I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Unlike... You know, Major League Baseball or the NBA or even, you know, there's football, anything. I can't think of another sport like it where you don't feed off of the well, fans. Well, maybe golf,
1: which there was that amazing charity golf match for um, COVID-19 relief that was on yesterday that I I was obsessed with. Donna well,
0: screensaver I, is now the picture of Tom Brady bending his over pants split, with his pants split God, wide man, open.
1: Give us something like you men have had like Jennifer. Who was it? Who's Tom? Oh, Janet Jackson from the Super Bowl. Like, it was almost like it was moving a little slow. So they were like, pushed him down, like to, you know, push his head down to split his pants or something, to get some more action going. You know what I mean? Right.
0: It was exciting. What was exciting about this particular round of golf?
1: Well, I was saying, to it's all you for
0: charity. F- they raised, I think, $20 million to COVID 19
1: Yeah, no, which is great. And, research they had, and such. it was, but it was just so interactive. They had like, um, announcers that were kind of talking to them. They had cart cams, you know, they were, it, there was a lot of like, um, a Rod call, oh, not A Rod. Who? Charles Barkley was one. Of them. Yeah, he was one of the announcers. But Jennifer Lopez and um, what is her?
0: A Rod Alex
1: Yes, they called in and had you know people were calling in and giving out donations live on different things. And for me, it was just I love sports. And so it was like, finally, there's something live and not taped or a rerun of sports. I told you before, I think at this point, I would watch two people playing badminton live. I mean, I just don't care anymore. I just want live sports. But the other thing that I think was so good, and it's been pointed out, but both will, my stepson and I were talking about yesterday, and we were watching it live is it was the first time you saw Tom Brady like struggle. Like, oh my god, he is a real human. You know, you think he's like a... A a robot or something you know But it was hilarious almost when he would be I mean in the woods Like trying to find his ball and stuff You know and you know Phil Mickelson Was like good god Like it's Tom Brady for god's sake Like I thought I had a ringer here
0: So they pair Yeah Summer Life in the PGA Tour right? with a celebrity Yeah,
1: so Tiger was paired up with Peyton Manning, who was, he was a great golfer. There were times when like Tiger would hit a shot and Peyton would hit a shot and Peyton's would be like right beside Tiger's. And we played putt-putt last week with our kids. And so it's not easy to make a putt, as you know. And he did. It was great. They ended up winning and they raised a ton of money for charity, but it was just really good to see sports live again. You know, we need that. We need that in our life.
0: You've always said, though, that you watch golf for the tight pants.
1: Well, I do. And I grew up watching golf, as I've told you before, because my dad was a huge golfer. Yeah. We watched a ton of golf on the weekend. But there was this moment in time where golf used to be kind of like a, not a boring sport. But, I mean, it was sort of like Arnold Palmer and, you know...
0: um, and then John Daly came along.
1: Yeah. And he but he did. He kind of changed it. And then Dustin Johnson and the White Pants crew, and it's like, oh wow.
0: Yeah. I remember John Daly would used to come to the buckboard quite a bit. The yeah. buckboard country showcase. In Smyrna, really. Wendy Hill in 41. That's where it used to be. He was a partier. Oh my gosh. When John Daly came through the door with the buckboard, you knew it was gonna be a good night.
1: Yeah. he had that little like bowl cut, haircut, yeah. he could party. He could.
0: He could he's a fun guy Not, and always was super nice.
1: yeah, I'm all about the white pants. I think that you know that should be the uniform in golf.
0: The official meal kit for families is dinner affair. three steps to a nutritious home cooked meal. The menu changes every month, so you select the the dinner packages that you would like for your, your family from the menu. Choose your delivery date and enjoy delicious dinners. It's that simple. 15 new selections every month. There's a six dinner price uh, at 129 You get $30 off your first order with the promo code CATTY. So under $100 for your first order at DinnerAffair.com. Dinner A-F-A-R-E dot I have so uh, enjoyed everybody. and we're, We've always been big fans of being around the dinner table with family at 7 o'clock and that's something that we've, we've always done and we realize not many families are able to do that. And I think a lot of families have, have also taken that on during the pandemic because everybody's in the house. And, and you can't say that that's not a benefit, to have everybody around the dinner table every night at 7 o'clock to talk about their days, challenges, problems, their wins, their losses. Dinner Affair makes it much easier for you to do that because everything that you need to prepare your meal comes in your Dinner Affair meal kit. Dinner Affair, dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com. Continue to share with us, as you are, your hometown heroes, uh, friends and family members uh, that we celebrate who are in the medical field, fire and rescue, the trucking industry, custodians, delivery drivers, uh, and listen, that list just barely scratches the surface. But consider um, your parents, maybe, as hometown heroes who maybe help them with your child care, teenagers. Who are mowing lawns for
1: your wife? Keeping, seniors keeping in, kids alive
0: in the community. Your wife for keeping kids alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also, I love seeing uh-huh. all the pictures. I,
1: I like seeing the pictures of the people in their shirts. Now we're starting to get back photos of everybody who's getting their shirts, and they're sharing them. And please continue to do that, also.
0: And we include the pics in uh, the letter, our weekly. News e-letter that hits your inbox Saturdays at 9, text left on red, no spaces, R-E-D is a color, 22828, as we continue to salute hometown heroes, and a big thanks to our partners 1-800-911 and Threads Inc. Printing, a small local business, John Landris in Hiawassee is the owner, Threads ThreadsInc.com, with a Z, Threads, that's a Z there, Z, Inc.com, our hometown heroes, we salute you. Pod peeps for this episode include uh, Trey Browder. Trey reached out uh, via text, and he wrote, My wife and I just listened to a recent episode of my second act where you and Donna talk about what your bodies are now made of during this pandemic. Let me just say that I, too, love, and I, I what is the pronunciation? I think it's "uts." Uts Crab Chicks. We're not chicks. Oh, my God. Chips. <laughs> That's on another aisle. At another store, I think. Uh, Being from Virginia and having Chesapeake.
1: Okay. Chesapeake Bay.
0: Blue crabs readily accessible while growing up. These chips are a wonderful memory of my childhood. The problem is I have a tough time finding them here in Atlanta. So uh, Trey wanted to know where do you get your supply, Donna? And why do you think they're nasty? Her loss more for us.
1: Okay. I don't think they're nasty. I just don't think that crab and chip are too, like a, a chip that you dip into crab dip is one thing. But these are like all in one chip. But I'm very, very happy that he loves these and we appreciate him listening. And I found them at a Kroger. And it was a rogue Kroger. It wasn't the normal... What does that mean, a rogue well, Kroger? Well, it's not like the normal Kroger that I go to. It was like a Kroger in like John's Creek or something. But they had this whole um, end cap of, however you say it, Utz chips. And they have these weird flavors like habanero lime and then the crab chip and everything. So I don't know. You may want to try... Um, your local Kroger and hopefully they have this there. But again, thank you for listening.
0: Josh and Covington uh, is a pot peep for this episode. Hey, Caddy and Donna, I've been searching for this article since I heard the episode where y'all talked about playing Uno with your family. I hope this helps. And Josh sent a link to an article that will also include in the letter this uh, Saturday about Uno finally came out and cleared up the mess about those losers playing Uno that thought that they could stack, draw four and draw two cards, and that was a problem. Uno's been our pandemic, yeah, game with the family. We play all the time, love it. It's been a lot of fun for the family. But our kids would all try to
1: make up these bogus rules,
0: and suddenly you're, you're, you're picking up like sixteen cards. It was like ridiculous. the deck is the deck's gone, right? Because you have all the cards. Because the kids continue to stack. The wild card, which is the plus four wild card, right, or the plus two for each yeah. of the colors, and it just became out of control. And Don and I are like, "You can't do that, right?" Yes, we can, Mom. Yes, we can, Dad. Yeah. And so this article is actually uh, Uno who came out and they confirmed that you can't do that. You can't. That you're do that. a loser. Yeah, you're a loser. Well, and you're trying you to, try to. You're stack.
1: literally trying to stack the deck.
0: Yeah, and you can't do that. Can't do that in Uno. And I, I don't. I don't know that Uno comes out much.
1: And make statements to, Yeah
0: to, to clarify rules And things like that I gotta tell you But this must be such a, a problem That, that they, they had to they do that they had to make a statement
1: Well let me tell you Talking about games Last week I played Monopoly With um, Charlotte But I Al- played alpha, Alpharettaopoly Because yeah. each city Has this like You know Your city may have Like a Monopoly game I forgot how long Monopoly goes on And so I just kept trying To like bankrupt her like, because I just wanted the game to end. I mean, we were like two hours in and she's building houses and putting parks on her properties. And it was like, oh, and that's another game where there's like no official rules. Like everyone plays differently. You know, is it over when you lose your money? Is it over? I was just like, oh God, make this in. So
0: I think that those games are available in a lot of cities nationwide. Mm-hmm. And I think that they sell them locally. I've been trying to figure out the business model for these insert your city here. opaly.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe so. With some weird sell, businesses on yeah, there. Yeah,
0: I think they sell the the spots on the board to local businesses yeah. in your city. Yeah. Don't know that, but that's what I'm going. We'll
1: around. get to the bottom of that.
0: Who intro the show? Let's talk about Stewie.
1: A little Stewie.
0: Greg Caton um, is a 2013 graduate at Kennesaw State University. As you heard him say in the intro, um, I went to speak to the kids at Summit Hill Elementary School back gosh when one of our daughters was there or maybe even will
1: no because it was will because the girls didn't go to something hill it was will
0: and i remember i'm flashing back right now i remember being hazed by some kids who were demanding to know how much money i made you know that's always the first question you get from anybody when you work at radio how much money do you make well, this is a pretty rude question for anybody but to be hazed by fourth grade boys yeah about how much money i'm thinking of that now for the Would first you time. did you tell them no, you don't reveal that kind of stuff. Unless no. you have a podcast, and you talk about it. Okay. Anyway, Greg's now fiance's mother worked at Summer Hill, Summit Hill. So Greg came over. He was always interested in radio. So Greg came over to listen to me speak to the kids. And at the end, he came up to me. Said, I'm really interested in radio. What can I do? And so I gave him a card, I guess, or something like that. And I said, you know, reach out. We have an internship program. A um, few weeks later, Stewie is in the internship program and working for the morning show.
1: Because he was going to KSU at the time, right?
0: Or was going to I don't I don't remember yeah. specifically, but I know he was interning when he was going to KSU. Yeah. Um, and his fiance Megan teaches at Manny Oaks Elementary in Alpharetta and she's celebrating 10 years there. She's That's a great. kindergarten teacher now.
1: So you named all of your interns. Moby Most started of them. that. And well, you kind of fell into it too. Because remember Moby had blue and then you inherited blue and then
0: Blue is Ben Kohler, right? who still lives in Conyers. And the story I got about that was he came in one day with he tied his he dyed his hair blue. And so Moby started calling him blue. Or the first day he came to be an intern for Moby, he had blue hair. I don't know, but that nickname stuck.
1: Yeah, everybody called him blue. To this day. People didn't even know his name.
0: No. Yeah. Um Stewie, Greg Caton stewie i gave stewie his nickname which still sticks today right uh because stewie's
1: he's so cute he looks like Stuart little st- he's not little no he's just cu- he just looks like a he kind of has a little mouse face he's so cute
0: okay Greg, uh, stewie didn't want to hear you say that that
1: he's a, he's an adorable person
0: stewie's short and so i was thinking Stuart little okay well that's where it came from
1: and then it got shortened to stewie but people, other people call him Stewie, right? And they have
0: no idea why. Yeah. Yeah. But every, no, everybody calls him Stewie. Still not funny. Yeah. When I come up, I'm, I'm like the nickname king. When I come up with a nickname for you, it sticks. Like mm. Skippy, my college roommate. Yeah. And fraternity brother. I mean, the first day I met him, I said, You're Skippy.
1: What's your nickname for me?
0: That's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other, that's a segment we'll do on Thursday. The next episode. Be listening. But Stewie has, uh, we've kept in touch. Um you know I, I when I joined broadcasting when I was fifteen years old, I was an intern yeah so and that's where I learned everything and I have always been a big fan of having interns in an internship program. The problem is um you you don't have an awful lot of time to spend with interns anymore right and 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 so my thinking was if you can't learn a lot, then i'm not going to ask you to get up at four 30 in the morning as a college student and come work at a, yeah. a radio station. And then at 10 o'clock, go to your job or go yeah. to college.
1: You did a great job with your interns because it wasn't just go get me coffee. Stay. Never. Well,
0: there were, you know, we had, when I worked with Kristen, I'll tell you the story about Kristen and you, I, I, I love Kristen Gates and probably the most relatable partner I ever had in radio here in at Atlanta. She would always send the interns every day to Chick-fil-A yeah. on Windy Hill road. And she would always demand that her chicken minis be, um, well done, well done. Yeah. And if they weren't, if, if the intern came back with chicken minis that were not well done, she would send them back
1: okay. to wow.
0: Chick-fil-A on Windy Hill. I
1: thought you were going to say she threw the box. I, when them.
0: Kristen and I worked together, I think we both gained about 30 pounds because <laughs> we would send out for breakfast every <laughs> single morning with the interns. But I've, I, I've, I've had some great interns. Yeah. Um, that, that, uh, and they've gone on to do big things. They have. Uh, Brandy, who produces um, uh, uh, Bailey and Southside, yeah. was an intern of mine. Uh, Caitlin Henderson, we talk a lot about. Caitlin was an intern. Stewie was an intern. Um, so I'm proud of the interns that uh, that we let go into the world yeah. after spending time with them. So uh, Stewie remains a one of my closest friends to this day. And enjoy seeing him and enjoy seeing Megan. And uh, wish them both the best. And we'll talk soon. Stewie, but thank you uh, for your support of our second act, and thank you for introing this show. We do have a small ask of you: three things, uh, if you can, focus on reviews. Oh, that's my note. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 but We would like yes to focus on reviews. Yeah, if you've uh,
1: been listening for a while and you just haven't had time to do it, please go in and give I need us to a take review. That note down, I guess. Um.
0: Because okay. in, a, in an upcoming episode, we're just going to re, we're just going to read reviews. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. That's how narcissistic <laughs> I am. We're just going to read our five star reviews for an entire episode of the podcast. Yes,
1: but now if you don't feel like leaving a five star review, then don't review.
0: Yeah, I think we're at four eighty. You obsess over the reviews. Yeah. I don't often read them.
1: No, I don't obsess over them. I just it's it's a great way for people to find the podcast outside of of the people who listen all the time, which we so appreciate, but. Apple Charts has this weird way of doing things. It's completely kept in the dark. No one knows how it's done, but reviews help. And we always chart really high, but it helps us to have reviews. So if you've been listening for a long time and you like what you're hearing, please give us a review. A five star review?
0: I think we're 480. So if we could have 20 five star reviews this week, we'd be (laughs) over 500. And that will mean a lot and help us out a lot too. Uh, Number two, rate and leave five star reviews for the podcast. Number three, show our sponsors some love. Uh, Without these sponsors, there would be no second act. And uh, we're proud of the sponsors and include dinneraffair.com.
1: Tracy Kusnow, Real Estate Expert Advisors. 1-800-HURT-911. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville.
0: Wellstar, more than healthcare, people care. New episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.